how do we make good decisions or how do we make decisions that aren't only good, but also draw us closer to God? And that is what we are going to tackle today, the virtue of prudence. We're going to offer some practical advice on first, what is prudence, how to make good and holy decisions that are pleasing to God uh, for us as individuals and especially as our life as parents. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as his disciples. Welcome back. We are continuing our journey into virtue. How are you doing, Mickey? I am good. I am good. And you? Good. Good. It feels like it's been forever. It has been. Since we've sat down, I actually ran into someone who was like, are you still doing the podcast? Like, yes, I promise. It's just a little more spaced out now. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay. If you missed our last episode, please go check that out. It was a crossover between the St. Philip Institute podcast, Life Beyond the Chariot, and uh, we got to sit down with Dr. Luke Arredondo mm-hmm. and launch our series on virtue. Um, we're going to go over the cardinal virtues, yeah. and Luke is going to go over the theological virtues. And as always, we're going to take this lens of very practical, like what does this look like in family life? How do we teach this to our children? How do we live it out in our marriages? And today we are starting with prudence. Yes. And I have to tell you, like, um, even when I was in college, I took some classes from Dr. Edward Tree, which was amazing. And he always said that he loved or his wife loved when he talked about virtue. (laughs) Um, because it's like right there and you're it's mm. on your mind and you're thinking about it. And so I think the same for me um, as I'm reading these things and studying them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to I need to bring that back up. I need to yes. be living these out. So it's it's really good. It'll be good. Yeah. I and like full disclosure. Mickey is the expert here. You're going <laughs> to hear me saying, so please explain that more, Mickey, uh, because I've realized as we've been preparing just how much I have not studied virtue, but how necessary it is. And Mickey's written articles. She wrote a curriculum that we just kind of tucked away in our St. Philip Institute stash. Um, So she has like all of this stuff ready to go. So you're in for a real treat um, as far as like really unpacking this. And we'll have some really cool handouts to share. But Mickey is the, I talk about NFP, (laughs) Mickey can talk about virtue. Oh man. But, but, but knowing what it is and living it out are two very different things. Totally understand that. And so hopefully today we can unpack yes. some of that stuff. Because, That'll be good. Um, and I think what's important is that, and we talked about this in our last episode, but just um, real quickly review, like, what is virtue and why is it important? And, and then we'll dive specifically into the virtue of prudence. But, like, our call as Christians is to know, love, and serve God so that we can be happy with him here on earth. And then our ultimate goal is to be with him in heaven. Mm-hmm. And there's no greater thing that we can do as individuals or especially as parents than to be saints ourselves and to raise saints. Um, And that is hard. And I have found that the more that we go through this um, worldly life, it sometimes it seems like the more struggles that come up and the more things that you're kind of hit with, you're like, oh, 
how do I do with this? How do I deal with this? How do I move forward? And the great thing about virtues, like these good habits of the soul that dispose us to choose what is right and what is good, um, that if we practice those, and regardless of kind of the craziness that can come to us throughout mm-hmm. our life, um, in the lives of our children, is that we have these things that are solid and stable that will always point us to, to God, that will always point us to what is good and holy. And so learning how to practice them in the here and now um, can prepare us for even situations that we can't even foresee that will come up in the future. So, um, yeah, so that's why this is important is just to, to prepare us for always looking at our end goal to be saints, um, to fortify our souls when we have to deal with things that come up in this life, especially things that we're unprepared for. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I really appreciated that both you and Luke emphasized in the last episode was that virtues are not like bonus content for Catholics. (laughs) Like it's actually something that all of us need in order to fully uh, be human and to be who God's called us to be. And I think you explained really well in that last episode about like it gives us freedom from almost like freedom from the law that we're not just following the Ten Commandments. Like I just need to do the basics. I need to get my sacraments of initiation and follow the Ten Commandments and like go to confession and communion pretty regularly and I'll be an okay Catholic. But God is calling us to be fully alive, fully who he's created us to be and that virtue is a living out of those things um, in a more practical way. So I'm excited to, to jump into all of this. So what we want to look at today is how to live this out, like personally, also kind of zoom into married life, look into how do we share this with our children Mm -hmm. um, and kind of like what's the the next steps from there. But okay, so how do you define prudence or how does the church define prudence? Um, Well, I don't know if this is necessarily the church's official response to prudence because they use a lot of Bing language sometimes that's Mm -hmm. hard to decipher. So, um, but prudence is really the virtue that helps us to think things through, right? To be wise, but to be wise, not just in, um, not just to be smart or intelligent, Mm -hmm. but to be uh, prudent in the ways of holiness. So what is the the right thing to do? how should we do that and to make sure that what we do, how we do it, the situation um, that we, when we choose to do something, is it pleasing to God and Mm. sort of discerning, Mm -hmm. discerning that. So it goes beyond just being smart. I think there's a lot of things that our culture teaches that are wise things that, you know, don't drink and drive, Um, put on your seatbelt, put a helmet on when you're riding a bike, like all of it, those are good decisions, right? They Mm -hmm. protect us, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they elevate us to what is sacred and what is holy and what is pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. And so um, not that they aren't pleasing to God. God wants us to protect our bodies. Um, But to to keep in mind, like it is choosing what is right, Mm -hmm. doing what is right in the right way at the right time um, that gives honor and glory to God. So nice. So (laughs) I don't know if that was helpful. No, that's very helpful because I I think you're right. I think the, the, one of the messages that we're hearing today is like people get caught in their feelings and there's a real emphasis on, well, just do what feels right. Mm -hmm. Or, um, what's right for me may not be right for you. 
And like truth is truth, right? right? And my husband teaches high school students, so he when when he's going through natural law, moral law, and and like teaching them how to think, getting beyond just well, you do what feels good. God has created us for so much more mm-hmm. than that. But even into adulthood, that we're gonna have to make decisions rooted in prudence. <laughs> And right. The other virtues. Yeah. Yeah. I think what makes prudence so challenging is that we have, as a culture, lost a sense of what is good and what is true, mm-hmm. and that definitely makes the waters a, a lot more murky mm-hmm. and a little bit more difficult to decipher. Um, but yeah, I taught high school for 11 years and there was a, a really popular phrase back in the day. I don't know if it's still in use today because I've been away from the high school classroom for a while, but you do you. You do you, boo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you do you, boo. Um, or things like follow your heart, um, oh, yeah. go with your gut. Like, I don't want to necessarily discredit all of that because I think there is some truth to, um, even as moms, like that gut feeling as a mom, you can't quite yeah, put your finger instinct. on it, but there's yeah. some instinctual thing. Uh, but there's also a great danger, I think, too, in just making my heart or my feelings the um, the catalyst for the decisions that I yeah. make. And so I don't think it's um, one or the other. I think it's um, like when we talk about the, our soul, right? We have our passions. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our intellect and our will. God gave us all three, <laughs> and all three are designed to be ordered towards him. So ultimately, our pas- we would want our passions and the things that we want and desire to be only what God desires for us. We want our will, the things that we choose, to be things that we choose only for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and for our intellect to be things that um, elevate our minds and our thoughts to only those things that are holy um, and pleasing to God and that will help us in our quest to get to heaven. And so... Yeah. Ultimately, the goal is for all of those things to be in conformity with what God created them for. Like, I don't think all any of those should be neglected, um, but definitely put in the proper order. And so, this is just personal opinion. What I feel what has happened is that our emotions or what we want has taken front precedent, stage yeah. or precedent yeah. over those other things. And... It's hard to even know, like, there's even Catholics who don't even know what the church teaches. So how do we know what is good? Yeah. I mean, it's just so murky and so hard. And I I just think prudence is one of those things that is just challenging for people these days. No, absolutely. As you were saying that, it was bringing to mind when I was in high school, we went to a retreat called Search. And I've heard this phrase in different areas in the church, but feelings are neither right nor wrong. They just are. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of truth to that. But I think a lot of people get stuck right there, that my my feelings are neither right nor wrong. They just are. And I can just feel what I'm feeling and I'm, I can let my emotions drive me. And yes, we need to to validate our emotions. That's that is so important that your feelings are real and they are valid. But we can't stay there. That right. it just it seems like prudence is a virtue which which helps us to navigate through the feelings, the because com- we're complicated as humans. We, we have <laughs> I'm super we complicated have baggage. <laughs> if there's a lot that we bring into yeah. making a decision, um, so like in married life even, or in, and as we talk about this with our kids, like we bring a lot to the table. But if emotion is the only thing that drives how we make a good decision, then 
that is not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think too, I think sometimes when we can when we think about prudence, we all we automatically think of like our extent of knowledge or our extent of like intelligence. Mm-hmm. And and this can be shown in all kinds of studies, but we are at a place now where we have I mean, really anything we needed to know mm-hmm. is at the um at our fingertips. We yeah. could just search it and look for it. And we haven't necessarily like lived in an age where we have all of this incredible, like what I guess what you could consider like worldly growth, like mm-hmm. access to information beyond mm-hmm. anything we could have ever imagined. And yet we are raising a culture of children who are um, more depressed than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, hopeless, the the level of anxiety in young people and in adults, it's just skyrocketing. So I think it's interesting that the more that we've had, we have had access to facts and information. Um, it's overwhelming. The more that we're not doing well with it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that the, the symptoms of more anxiety, more depression, and all of the things that come with that point that this doesn't necessarily mean that that the soul is being fed in the way that God intends yeah. or directed yeah. um, or directed in the way that God intends. And so we need, um, just like our body needs food and exercise, our soul needs food and exercise. And this is why prudence is so important because we're talking about choosing what is right, which means first the food, we have to know what God teaches us. Like we have to know there are some things that we don't have to decide mm-hmm. because God has already spoken definitively in the Bible and church teaching. So um, I don't have to decide whether or not to commit adultery. Jesus has already spoken definitively already on that. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't have any desire to, just for the record. But there are so many things that, yeah. that Scripture and the church has already said, this is God's truth. So those are, are not even... If you don't agree with them, there's just a, a moment where you have to just assent, okay, well, this is what God said. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to like it, but this is what God said. And those come from scripture and church teaching. Yeah, yeah. So I think part of prudence is that even though that we've lost that, though, mm-hmm. um, but to come back to what has God definitively told us already through scripture and tradition, those things that are morally right, mm-hmm. those things that are intrinsically evil, mm-hmm. um, those things that I should be re- directing my my soul to. There's already a lot of stuff out there. And as much as I would love to be able to go through all of those things in this podcast, we just can't. But part of prudence is to knowing what is God's will. Now, sir, there are some things that we can absolutely know what his, God, what his will is, but there's mm-hmm. some that can be, can be yeah. I don't want to say iffy, but where you go to college, who you marry, yeah. um, what job do you take? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you mm-hmm. have any other examples. Yeah, no, like, I. so I, I wonder if we can kind of zoom into this, because what you are unpacking is that there is more, there are different aspects that go into prudence, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and I know you go through that in one of the articles, and we'll link it in the, in the show notes, um, as far as like teaching our kids prudence, but like, Prudence sounds like how to make a good decision, right? So what all goes into that? So it sounds like one of the first things is like knowing, well, what does what does God say right. about this? Um, but I guess what other things can help us to make a prudent 
decision. Yeah. So I would say first, like, what is the decision? And like, maybe even like writing it out. What is, what am I actually deciding? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm trying to think of an example. I like for my husband, I was like, what do we do for the education of our children? Are we Mm going to homeschool, send them to public school or private school? That's just an example. Um, Okay. So what decision am I making? I'm making the decision about the education of my children. Here are my three options and like listing those out. Um, so that would be one thing. What am I deciding? The second thing is seek counsel. Good counsel. Good counsel. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't just seek counsel from the people who you think are going to tell you what you want to hear. But you want like good, holy examples of people who you do think have a strong relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, if all I ask are people who homeschool, well, obviously I'm going to get a leaning towards that. If all I ask are people who send their kids to Catholic school. So, um, and asking your pastor, like a spiritual director. So one of it is what's the decision I have to make and how can I seek counsel? And that can come in a variety of ways. Uh, People that you can talk to, um, looking at what the church has already said about, I mean, the church has said lots about the education Mm -hmm. of our children. Mm -hmm. Um, even though it doesn't say how you do it, it actually says like what principles are essential to that. And so, okay, so what will help me do that? Um, and to really like listen and then before any decision is made to pray about it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, have I sought good counsel? What have, who did I ask? What did they say? Um, and then bring it to prayer. Like the, the thing with, um, with prudence is that we can't act rashly <laughs> or impulsively. And mm-hmm. that's really hard because mm-hmm. it's just like, do what feels good or, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, and then also to think about like our past experiences. And I think that this is, and this is, I hate it. I don't know if your experience is like this, but when I was getting married, like people were like, oh, just wait. Yeah. And annoying. I was like, oh, that's so <laughs> arrogant to say but there is there is a lot of wisdom that just comes through experience and so um i think like okay well how has god spoken to me before in decisions that i have made and reflecting on that as you enter into a new like big decision that you have um that you have to make and ultimately like um is this pleasing to God? Like if there's mm-hmm. something about it that you're not sure of, and maybe it's not the time to make that decision quite yet. Right. You know, right. uh, and the biggest thing is, is this what God wants me to do? Is this pleasing to God? Then if you're not quite there yet, there's no harm in doing more research, seeking more counsel and doing more prayer. Mm-hmm. So, nope. I love all of that. And thinking about it in terms of married life, um, I know like for us making the decision to move to Tyler to to take on this job um, a lot went into discerning that and I can't imagine having just like made that decision on a Monday night just oh yeah <laughs> real quick <laughs> it it took time and we had to have these conversations and how important it is to be rooted in virtue in married life because not only am I bringing my own perspective to the table but to become one and it's the two of us together striving for God's will and we can't do that um, apart from God's grace and apart from virtue so I like I talk a lot about NFP natural family planning and ultimately what that is is practicing responsible parenthood so a way that prudence comes um, into the picture in, in practicing responsible parenthood is you know, being able to discern correctly, is God calling us to postpone or achieve pregnancy right now? 
well, if it's just uh, like off, what is it, off the cuff sort of a decision, or we, if we have a serious reason to to postpone pregnancy, and we have a totally other episode that covers we like what responsible parenthood <laughs> is, we can link it. But what goes into making that decision, it has to be rooted in prayer. It mm-hmm. can't just be the two of us saying like, oh, no, no, we don't want to have any more children, and that's the end of it. Yeah. But looking at what does the church teach how has God been generous with us? Um, what are our circumstances right now? What is coming up or you know, what are the circumstances of our children that we already have? But it's all rooted in virtue. So that's why I get I get so frustrated when people are like, oh well, you should just you should just have all the babies. And yes, I think you should be open to having all the babies that God wants you to have. But what the church teaches is responsible parenthood yeah. and discerning and that that comes from really seeking what is God's will for us right now. And again, totally other episodes because I can get on that that soapbox, but I won't I won't do that. Um, but I just but love you're how, so fun when you're on your soapbox. I know. I know. Here we go. But like, but just to 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 I guess to offer another perspective on that too is okay if we have discerned to not have children, then the prudent thing to do is to not engage in activities that lead to having children. Right. Um, <laughs> play a board game. Scrabble. <laughs> like, right? Like there, there is a practical aspect yeah. to, to all of this. So that's why I'm so grateful for, for the, I can't wait till we get to justice in marriage. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, like it's, it just helps us to be more of who we are called to be. And I like how you emphasized that it helps us to not make decisions like just based in the moment or just based off of how am I feeling right now? I'm just going to say something that I may regret later, Um, but I can actually take it to prayer and put it in God's hands and really seek to do God's will in that decision. So, yeah. And I would even say like on a personal level, um, when it comes to super big decisions, I'm actually a little bit more prudential because only because you can't make a hasty decision and things practically have to happen. So when we were talking about like moving or homeschooling, there was a certain time window that had to pass anyways before we came to that decision. So I was in a sense made to slow down. So with big decisions, um, I think I'm a little bit more thoughtful, but with like those small, like every day, I'm a very emotional per- person and I tend to just react impulsively. Same. Oh man, it's what so are, are bad. You an, I'm an INFJ. What are you? emotional whatever that is e, I don't <laughs> and you're extroverted sorry extro- tangent but yeah we're both feelers yeah I'm a total filler I'm a feeler and, and I'm um and so I it really takes a lot of um a lot of effort even yeah. for me to just act prudentially because yeah. I'm always like I am always in the feels and so even when I know I'm there I'm like okay um, I got, well, normally it's someone telling me I need to step back from the fields and think about this. <laughs> and then I get in the fields about that. But, um, but this has been something that I really struggle with because, um, because for me, I tend to be like just more like emotionally driven. Um, and, and so I have to, to remind myself to like, okay, slow down, listen to the voice of God, but it's all about like, what's, welling up in my heart yeah. and just kind of overflowing yeah. and where is God and, in that yeah and I've even noticed that like in my children in some of my children mm-hmm. um and so it's so important to know like how how we as adults um 
even to reflect on like how we've made decisions before or even like foresight, like what are some anticipated decisions that we might have to make? Like what are we going to do differently that we haven't done before to be more prudential Catholics? Yeah. Um, And just being being aware of that, like um, I know I'm emotional and I'm like, okay, step back (laughs) from that for a minute, (laughs) you know, and then just really kind of think these things through. Who could I talk to? Who... Um, maybe just stop for for five minutes because normally five minutes after that passes if I'm like okay God please please speak to me you know even those small things yeah. um, are helpful but how we act as parents or individuals impacts our kids and I'm seeing that more and more all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> with our kids mm-hmm. or with my kids so how do we like what are some ways that we can foster this virtue within our own children or or passing this along? And you've got some great worksheets that we'll oh, link in the show. I actually really like creating worksheets. Very excited. I don't know if this sounds really nerdish, but to make worksheets. If worksheet making was a gift of the Holy Spirit, Mickey's got that gift. They take so. me a bit of time to work it out, but I do. I love worksheets. Um so first, I think it's um, it, like instilling this in our kids is we have to give them opportunities to practice making decisions. And there's and I um, I thought that was really easygoing and not very controlling. But when I become a parent, when I actually look <laughs> at, OK, what decisions do I allow my kids to make? That that list became very, very (laughs) short, if any. And I think a lot of it is that us as parents, obviously, we've lived longer. We have more experiential Mm -hmm. knowledge Mm -hmm. and we don't want our kids to suffer. That's my biggest. That is my biggest thing with not allowing my kids to make certain decisions is that there's sometimes that I just know, like as a mom, mm, this is going to end in like either hurt feelings (laughs) Or um, some sort of like minor physical injury. Like you just don't want your kids to do like really irresponsible, risky behavior. Um, But you also have to let them be kids and kind of learn their limits. And I think that that's really tricky, but you have to allow them to make decisions. And I think, I'll speak from my own experience. I think that there have been a lot of times I've made decisions for my kids to save them from what I know Mm. is going to lead to some kind of like suffering. Mm And um, I would say that that's a bad decision, <laughs> right? And I'm not talking about like irresponsible, to, right. you know. Right. Like as parents, we definitely know like okay, your two year old should probably not be playing with like fire, fire. <laughs> you know. Um, Unless you're my kids. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, and I think we know the limits of our kids, but I think as parents, like even praying, like, mm, when should I intervene? Because I don't want my kids to suffer at all. And I know that's a problem of mine. And I'm so grateful for the man that I'm married to because he helps me in that because I know my inclination is to save my kids which from any suffering, which can lead to that the, they're just not giving very many decisions at all, you know. Um, and I think that as parents, we need to sit, lay, let our kids know, like, okay, help them walk through the process. Like, okay, what what is the decision that you have to make? Oh, yeah, you know, that is a tough decision. That is tough. It's yeah. really tough. But I'm going to let you decide. Mm-hmm. You know, I was even talking about this with my kids before we came here. And I was like, what's a big decision? And my six-year-old, like, automatically raised his hand. He's like, oh, I had to make a really big decision. And I'm racking my brain like, like what, what is it? <laughs> He's like, because we only let our kids do one extracurricular because mm-hmm. it's too hard on for us, too hard on yeah, family life hard. to, like, you know, 
do all these other things and if we did it would just affect what we want as a family so we let our kids do one extracurricular and he said I just didn't know if I should do t-ball or martial arts and for him at six that was, that was big, an agonizing decision yeah. um and so I asked him I was like I even took notes on what he said I was like well what did you do he's like well I asked dad what he would do um and he's like and dad just said yeah that's a hard decision but I'm going to let you decide, you know, and sort of talk to help them mm-hmm. think out, well, what are the consequences, good and bad, mm-hmm. that would happen if I chose this or this. Um, like if your kid says, I'm not bringing my coat to school, be like, okay, well, what happens if you don't bring your coat to school? Well, I'll either be cold all day or I'll be fine. And, you know, if your kid is cold, is it the end of... Right. <laughs> <laughs> is that right. the end of the... Um, the story no they're just cold and maybe they learn from that and next time it'll be their own decision to bring their jacket uh or hey if you don't clean the kitchen you don't get to go to your friend's house and i know for me i get like i'm gonna help you clean the kitchen so you can go to your friend's house (laughs) and just learning like you know what no i need to take a step back and they're gonna have to suffer the if they choose to not do this in the way that they're supposed to suffer the sorrow of Mm -hmm. missing out on friend time and that's going to be okay. But I I struggle with that because it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All of us do. Just whether it's t-ball and martial arts or <laughs> do we move to East Texas or. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that, I love it. I love like there's just something so practical about living the virtues and just becoming more knowledgeable about this. So I'm excited that we get to share the handouts that you created, the resources, the articles that you wrote, <laughs> like it really, it's just a treasure. Oh, so Everything nice. that that Mickey's created around virtue, and although they are geared towards kids, they're actually really helpful for adults too. And there's a few different um, handouts I think that you created specifically for prudence, right? Yeah, and the, and yeah, and it's specifically designed for kids. But I also think it's very um, helpful it's, for. <laughs> it's very I helpful. love them. They're cute yeah. and just Thanks. very practical. I love the practical application. So thank you for making those. I'm glad we have unearthed them from our Google Drive. So we'll link to those. Next episode, we're going to go into justice, justice, which will be lots of fun. Um, Luke is going through the theological virtues. So that'll be next week's podcast on the St. Mm-hmm. Philip Institute. But we encourage you to look at all the links that we've included in the show notes. And yeah, anything else you want to add? Oh um, man, I just felt like I talked prudent. too long about like no, martial arts the- and t-ball. But I just want to I just want to say one more thing, obviously, because I talk too much. But um, I do think like allowing our kids, um, giving them confidence mm. in their decision making process, because I know we talk from moms of younger kids. Yes. But as our kids get older, because I even asked my kids today, I was like, "What are some decisions that you're going to have to make later?" And they're like what I'm going to be when I grow up, who mm-hmm. I'm going to marry, if I'm going to go to college, and if so, where. Like, all of those are really big decisions. Yes. Where we as parents can be someone that they ask. Yeah. But at the end of the day, They've those gotta... decisions are going to be like, what is God calling me to? Am I going through the process of making a prudent decision? So even teaching them those, those steps in young kids, like, hmm, while it's 40 degrees outside, should you wear pants or shorts? <laughs> and allowing them to like choose and to yeah. go through those consequences. Yeah. So, um, but the, these steps I think are just really helpful um, teaching them now. Absolutely. And then, 
when they have to make this kind of bigger decisions for sure, later. For sure. And I guess the last thing that I would just say is that if you're listening to this and you're like, nope, I am not prudent or <laughs> I am not a virtuous person. I mean, I'm, I am right there alongside. It's been very... Uh, formative to read up on on all the virtues but I'm reading this book about habits and one of the things that it emphasizes is if you just become one percent better each day like or it's not going to be an overnight thing but just focusing on that one percent improvement over time that really makes a difference so just having this in mind and how do we in put this into practice in our own lives I think will be greater in the in the long run in our cause for sainthood so or journey towards sainthood rather yeah (laughs) although if we were like going through the cause for sainthood that would even be really more more awesome awesome or i don't even know it'll be great (laughs) wonderful well like we said check out the show notes um you want to close with prayer sure i I had a prayer somewhere about prudence so if i can find it if not i'll just kind of go with it okay here we go go for it in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen Dear Lord, please help me to know what is right. Guide me on when and how to do what is good. Teach me to think before I act. You are my rock, and I trust that you will lead me to make decisions that are pleasing to you. We ask all of this in your most holy name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.